remember this mindful reflection. We're doing this so that we can go back. We can see how we lived our lives over this last year, learn from those experiences and then take what we learned to be more intentional about how we choose to spend our time and energy going into 2022. Our mission is to illuminate the way for our next generation to be aware, be accountable and appreciate life. And that starts with us being the best emotionally intelligent examples we can be. I am one of your hosts, Recovery Ray. Let's learn and grow together. Welcome to episode 140 of the Balance Period podcast, the show where we share stories of self-observation and actualization with one intention in mind. And that is to empower you to be the best emotionally intelligent example you can be for our next generation. I am one of your hosts, Raymond DeShield, a.k.a. Recovery Ray. And the bald sage. All right. Now, before we dive into today's topic, which is going to be our mindful reflection of 2021, we are going to start with a brief mindful moment. So, Nick, can you lead us through a brief breathing exercise that can help us reconnect to the here and now? Yep. So all we're going to do today, keep it really simple. We're just going to do some box breathing today. And so what we're going to do is we're going to inhale for four seconds. We're going to hold it for four seconds, exhale for four seconds and hold it for four seconds. And as always, we'll start off with three deep breaths. We'll jump into that. And then I'll kind of talk you through just some different think points and stuff like that, just like always. All right. And as we breathe, I'm not going to count it for us. Just breathe at your own pace. But you know, it's four second inhale, four second hold, four second inhale, four second hold. All right. All right. I'm going to count us down. Three, two, one, three deep breaths. And do them at your own pace. At the end of the third one. Begin box breathing. I really enjoyed this because it takes the thinking out of thinking. I'll put it that way. Instead of our thoughts going a million miles an hour, we get to focus in on counting and holding the rhythm of our breathing, which brings us back into the present moment, pulls us away from everything that stresses us out and brings us back into that space of peace that we know so well now. And the more that we begin to cultivate this with these breathing practices, the more that you can use it inside of your everyday life. And it's something that you can just keep in your back pocket or just walk through each day actually breathing like this. The experience is yours to create. As always, I thank you for joining me for this brief mindful moment. So, yeah, box breathing is great. It's one of those like introductory breath work exercises. Um, it's just that that simple, like you said, inhale for four, hold for four, exhale for four, hold for four. It's also it does a great job of calming down our nervous system. So we're able to tap into mm -hmm. that parasympathetic nervous system. So it's a great way to uh, calm yourself from the inside out, which is pretty cool. So for sure, practice that practice, that breathing rhythm, that breathing pattern. And as Nick was saying, see if you can incorporate it more into your daily routine. Um, you know when you feel stressed during the day. So start to incorporate that in moments when you are feeling a little bit more stress. All right. So going into today's episode, we are doing a mindful reflection of 
2021. What we're going to do, we're going to go back to some of the points that we made on our very first episode of the year, which was entitled Growing into 2021. We talked about what we had learned from 2020 and some of the things that we were bringing with us into this year that we were going to look to keep consistent in our action as we traveled along our journey in 2021. So I'm excited to do a little bit of reflecting. Remember this mindful reflection, we're doing this so that we can go back, we can see how we lived our lives over this last year, learn from those experiences, and then take what we learned to be more intentional about how we choose to spend our time and energy going into 2022. So Nick, are you ready to talk a little bit more about what we did over this last year. Yeah, let's jump into it. Perfect. Are you interested in getting early ad-free access to each episode of the Balance Period podcast? If so, check out our Patreon page. There, you'll find multiple membership options to choose from. Each membership option comes with its own set of perks that range from exclusive content to discounts on Mindful Merch. Join today by visiting patreon.com forward slash balance period that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash balance period so we'll go back and forth we'll just do one by one each one of us picked three things that we were looking to take with us from 2020 into 2021 so the first one for me was to contribute to what i wanted to see more of and that was a concept that i talked about in 2020 quite a bit But for me, it was a demonstration of the way that I wanted to be the change that I wanted to see in the world. So in saying that concept, like I want to be the change I want to see in the world, it was like, well, how do you do that? And I found that it was through contributing to life, to to offering the resources that I had to other people um, to invest in my own personal growth and development, to invest in my own health and well-being because I wanted to see myself get healthier over the year and be the best example possible for the people that I got an opportunity to influence. So uh, over the year, I would say it has manifested itself in several different ways. Um, As I mentioned before, in my own personal health and my own personal growth and development, a lot of it was just awareness, just expanding my awareness of where my body currently was. Early in the year, I used Everly Well to do that, which is that at-home testing Um, company that gives you various different tests that you can do at home that give you feedback on where your different um, wellness levels are within your body. Um, And from that, just to talk a little bit more about the value of that, for me, I do a yearly physical. So I go in and get blood work done once a year, but that's not normally till like the midpoint of the year. So over this last year, I was able to use the data that I got back from my Everly Well test and could see that I had slightly elevated blood sugar levels. And so then what I was able to do was make adjustments to my diet that helped me lower those levels. So by the time I made it to my primary care doctor and got my blood test that I normally get every year, my levels were in normal ranges. So that's just the power of awareness. And in this case, it was a result of me looking to contribute to what I wanted to see more of, which was me living a healthy life. So that was really cool. Um, Another way that it manifested was through balance period. So taking the things that I found valuable in my own life and incorporating it into the different pieces of content that we create, 
for the members that we have and for the people that follow our brand. That was another way that I was able to contribute to life. Um, I was also able to do that on my own personal platforms, both on TikTok and on Instagram. Um, just making sure that I'm sharing my story along my journey has shown that that is a way that I am able to contribute to the lives of other people continuing to incrementally improve. So, um, yeah, it, it has been a, a fantastic year. There's definitely more ways that I see I can do that going into 2022. But in just as mindful reflection, I think, you know, I did a, a pretty good job of keeping that at the forefront of my mind and making sure that I was investing the resources that I had not only back into myself, but also to the people that I got an opportunity to interact with and influence over 2021. So that was the first one for me, contributing to what I wanted to see more of. Very dope. Yeah, on uh, my side, it was observing others' journeys. And honestly, I feel like I mastered that this year. Like that was like, that never changed. The consistency stayed. And there were so many things that just came along with that. And I wrote some of them down as I was thinking about it. And one was, uh, I know early on, it was realizing that a lot of the thoughts that I was thinking like about just life in general, weren't even my own. They were just the experiences and what I've compiled together. And it was a very narrow perspective of just stuff that I pick and chose, if that makes sense. It was like um, what sounded good to everybody else also sounded good to me. So the things that I liked, I liked them because I knew that it was something that was liked by a lot of people. It wasn't necessarily that I liked this thing. I more so just accepted it. And it was coming to terms with that and realizing that, oh, I want to think for myself. And it was through the observing and seeing how other people reacted to things or seeing how other people thought about things. And I would be sitting there like, I think about it that way, too. Why do I think about it the exact same way? There are so many perspectives to have within the world. Why is my thought process the exact same as so many people? And that just put me in a position to where now I just get to see things from a different perspective and I'm not tied into identifying with my experience in this life, all from just observing the journey of others. And it made things a lot easier too, being able to be around with people like in my relationships and things like that, because you get to the point to where through observing, you get to this place of acceptance. And in this place of acceptance, you now are no longer concerned with how other people choose to live their life. You're more so just observing. You get to see it and experience it and you have the opportunity to accept it for what it is and create that kind of perspective around it, which I've seen in my own life has has a, a positive impact on the people that are doing it because now they don't feel judged or didn't realize how much they felt judged and the things that they did. And so you get to see sides of a person you never really saw before. And so it just it's very layered, the whole observing thing, but it's been very beneficial this year. How have you primarily gone about doing that? Is it like social media? I feel like we, I mean, we, we do in-person stuff too, but how do you, how do you normally go about observing that? It's just with everything. One of the ways is like being aware of the thoughts that you have in situations. That's one big one because I could go to Walmart and see something and instantly I'll have this, like I said, thoughts that weren't my own. I would just have this thought of this judgment or this certain perspective because that's what I currently knew. And instead of having that now, I get to look at it from a place of just, oh, this is what is. This is what they chose. I can think about why they chose that or this and that or how that relates to me. But it gives me the freedom to not be sucked in or pulled into the things that go on anymore and realize that I really am in control with how I perceive or choose to have this journey. Yeah, that's pretty cool. 
I know we talk about emotional intelligence on this show quite a bit. And what you were just describing is that in action. So being able to mindfully observe what's going on in your mind and understand that you get an opportunity to choose how you respond to it. So you don't have to get sucked in to every thought that crosses your mind. You can pick and choose what you want to give your energy to. And that is a result of being emotionally intelligent. So I'm glad that you were able to continue to cultivate that in your own life because that's just going to help you continue to be the best example possible for our next generation and anyone else that so chooses to observe your journey. So that's pretty cool. Gratitude, gratitude. Wouldn't it be nice to have a reminder to pause, breathe, and reconnect to the present moment? You can now get yourself a piece of mindful merch from the Balance Period store that will help you do just that. Each item in our store rocks our logo, which is designed to prompt you to pause, observe a deep breath, and remember that you are whole and you are enough, and you have everything you need in this moment to experience peace, regardless of what's happening outside of your control. As a listener of this podcast, you get free shipping on any order from the Balance Period store. Just use the code PODCAST at checkout to get your discount. Visit shop dot balance period dot com and get your mindful merch today that's shop dot balance period dot com enjoy the rest of the show all right my second one was spending less time talking about what i was doing and spending more time actually doing it and if i do choose to talk about it more so doing it when i'm done with the different tasks that i'm looking to complete and so that was one that in 2020 i recognized that I would oftentimes like be the first to let someone know the different projects that I'm working on. Um, Even if I wasn't complete with them, it was just like it felt good to talk about what I was doing. It sounded great. And in those moments, it would feel good, primarily due to dopamine. And when it was time for me to actually execute on those things that I was talking about, since that dopamine wasn't there, I felt lower motivation to actually execute in those moments and to put in the effort necessary in order to bring what I was looking to bring to life to fruition. And so to start the year, I was thinking it is in my best interest to be more intentional about what I am bringing to other people about the work that I do. And if they ask specific questions, I can respond to it, you know, and let them know where I am on my journey. But for me to go out of my way to tell someone the different projects that I have in my pipeline is not really beneficial to anyone because in that moment, they might not really care. So that's one aspect of it. And two, I noticed that it took away from my motivation and my desire to actually execute when it was time to do so. And so I I feel like I did a decent job of that over this year. Uh, I was definitely more intentional about the interactions that I was having with with people as it pertained to the different projects that I was working on. I was more selective, which was beneficial. It helped me not be as um, as geeked to, to talk to someone about what I was working on, because I knew that there were certain people that I would normally do that with, that I would do it out of habit. So I just limited those conversations and made sure that I was telling what I was working on to people that would actually help keep me accountable. And it was through that intentional communication of saying, hey, I'm looking to do this. Can you help keep me accountable along this journey? And so that was really cool to incorporate into my routines over last year. Now, it definitely still happened. Like I wasn't perfect at that. 
Um, it's still something that I'm currently working to get better at to make sure that I am not just seeking that instant gratification of talking about what I'm doing, that I'm, you know, conserving that and putting that energy into the actual execution of the different projects that I work on. Um, but I think that I definitely was more intentional about that aspect of my life over this year. And I'm looking to continue to take that with me moving forward because I, I did experience the benefit. I think of just thinking about all of what we were able to accomplish with balance period over this last year. Like we have had a consistent newsletter every week. We've put out a newsletter since the beginning of this year. That's the first time that we've ever done anything like that as a company. Um, we've done one episode on the podcast every week. That has been the first time that we have ever done that as a podcast or as a brand. We've consistently posted content on a lot of different platforms. Like we do a lot and we've been able to do that because we hadn't spent a lot of time talking about what we're going to do. We've been just working on it. So I'm glad that that translated over not only to my personal life, but also to the business and what we've been able to demonstrate, the level of consistency and discipline that we've been able to demonstrate as a brand, I think is a result of the the thought process of, hey, let's stop talking about it and let's do more stuff. And so I think that that was really cool to observe and to notice over this last year. Very dope. Let's see. Man, I have uh, sleep consistency was my second one going into this year. And and I'm going to tie these back to my first one because, like I said, observing was like the huge, huge thing for me. So what I realized was I didn't really want sleep consistency. I just wanted something that if I ever talked about sleep would be more so accepted or more so understood rather than what would be best for me for how I sleep. Because now the quote unquote routine that I've created has become just like a flow state of sleep. Like I sleep more so when I'm tired or I'll plan around if I have to do something. Like I know we had to be up, I had to be ready by nine to do this today. So I made sure that I would be up around this time. Or if I went to sleep last night, it would be fine for me to have enough energy to be here, to be focused and do this. To where I'm no longer like restricted by how I sleep. Because that's what I realized. It was more of like a restriction. I kept trying to do something. And in reality, it was like once I let go of trying to do that, it became a lot easier. Because I really do not be as tired as I think I do sometimes. And other than that, I just kind of like enjoy it now. Because sometimes I be up late. Sometimes I go to bed at 7 p.m. I just kind of more so listen to my body rather than some set schedule. And that seems to work best for me. It's interesting. Yeah, I know. My body doesn't operate like that. It's like the, I, my body, I feel like falls more in line with like the biology of our circadian rhythm and how we work on this 24 hour clock. And if I'm going to bed consistently, then I'm feeling best. I, that, that variability doesn't work for me. But the fact that you found that it works for you and you're able to be true to that, I think is the important part here because not everyone's body works the same. So um, I, I'm glad exactly. that you were able to notice that and not try to force yourself into a certain pattern of sleep. You figured out what worked best for you over this year, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that was like the biggest thing because I just got tired of running into the same brick wall over and over because I could do it for four or five days. I would have like a sleep schedule. I think one time I did 1030. Another time I even did one. I was like, I just, one is the latest I can be up this and that. Uh, they last like four or five days or i remember one time i just laid in bed from like one to six i just laid there just looking at the ceiling and it was just i'm just not tired right now and so now being in that flow state it's just been it's been fun cool 
It's time to take your sustainable self-care system to another level. We partnered with Woo so you can get the latest and most advanced health and fitness wearable on the market for free. With the all-new Whoop 4.0, you will get the most accurate measurements of how the self-care habits you practice influence the quality of your life. You can finally take the guesswork out of deciding which self-care habits will actually help you feel good and function at your best. Visit join.whoop.com forward slash balance period and order your free Whoop 4.0 today. That's join.whoop.com dot com forward slash balance period enjoy the rest of the show all right so for me my last one was the definition of appreciating the life that i have this is something that i feel like is going to stay with me for years to come it's not just something that i'm looking to do in 2021 but something that i'll look to do for as long as i'm here but it is treating what i have like what i want And it's that concept of accepting myself for where I am on my journey, accepting what I have for what it is, and then treating what I have like what I want. So I know the easiest way that I have been able to describe this has been like with my vehicle. I have a car that I have a a dream car. Most of us have dream cars. And for me, in having the car that I have now that does an effective job of getting me from where I am to where I want to be. If I am so focused on this dream car and I'm neglecting to take care of my current car, why would I ever get my dream car? That's kind of been my approach. It's being a good steward over the resources that I have. And that's just not for physical things. I realized over this year that treating what I have like what I want also translates over to my time management. It also transfers over to my energy management. So where am I putting my energy, whether it be the thoughts that I'm thinking about or the things that I'm actually spending my time doing? Um, How am I treating the time that I have here as if it were what I want to be doing while I am here? And I think that was the biggest change that I made in that mindset of treating what I have like what I want, taking it away from just the physical things that I have in life, taking that over to what's going on inside of me, um, my actual mindset itself, um, the things that motivate me, like making sure that I'm aligning what I have with me executing in a way that is aligned with the person that I want to be long term. And so that was pretty cool to experience. As I said before, I think that treating what I have like what I want is going to be something that I consistently remind myself um, just forever. I mean, it's just something that I can always do a better job of being mindful of treating what I have like what I want. So I'm glad that I thought about that to start the year and that it was something that I intentionally kept at the forefront of my mind throughout this year because it has helped me develop and grow from the beginning of the year until now. Very dope. Let's see. All right. So my last one was a content creation. And I believe you reminded me that last year I said I was at like a 6%. Yeah. (laughs) Looking back on that, that's extremely low. But no, this year has been, it's been fun. I would say like midway through, I hit this space where I finally got to the point where it was like, okay, who do I want to be? 
like who do I want to be and what is it that I want to make? Like, what is the character that I'm going to create to be in this personal social media? And it's taken me a minute to come up with it. But the cool part about it was observing that from the aspect of I stopped trying to rush myself to be like, oh, I got to make this now, this and that. I want this to be done. And I realized that that was a big part of it. And once I took a step back from that and began to just slow down and as I felt something, I make something. That felt a whole lot more natural and it felt a lot better. And I could tell that the confidence was there too, because again, I wasn't putting myself to some standards that I didn't create for myself. It was more so of what do I want to give? And so I began to change my perspective on content creation as a whole. And right now I would say I'm closer to a 70% rather than being at six from last year. And it's been fun figuring out like the kind of videos I want to make, what I want to put out and my own social media page has been really well. And I've been happy that I've started to find ways to consistently put things out for balance too. Because one thing I do recognize within content creation is it's you versus you. Like you get in this space with yourself. And especially when you come from a, a place of, let's just say you play sports when you're younger with competition. For me, that part of my brain was still there. Like I had to be something, had to do something, had to have it a certain way to be something. And now I'm good with just being. So yeah, content creation has definitely changed for me. And I'm looking forward to seeing it grow as I continue to make content. For sure. Yeah, I know that's definitely been something that I experienced blocks along my journey as it pertains to content creation. And once you are able to focus more on what you're giving and not necessarily your like perceived thoughts about what other people might think about what you're giving, then you're able to just more freely create. So I think that is pretty cool that you were able to tap into that over this this last year dope well those were the things that we were looking to take with us from last year and into this year and that was some of the experiences that we had with them um along the same lines nick was there anything else that you ended up adopting over this last year um that added value to your journey aside from what you just spoke about I mean, I would say one of the other things is I have been just shedding the layers of where I've had held my identity at within my life. I think as I became more aware, I didn't realize how many different things I tied my self-worth up with. And something throughout this year has just been recognizing those things. And one way that I recognize it is pay attention to your emotions. When your emotions shift and move, that's a clear indicator of a relationship you have with something. And I realized a lot of that dealt with how I felt I should be viewed based on whatever standards that I had, which probably weren't even my own in the first place. But it's just in those places of awareness that I'm now able to, I guess, not deal with that anymore because I, I'm in this place of acceptance now rather than trying to be something like I said earlier. But yeah, it's just letting go of what I had my identity wrapped up with and bringing all of that back home to right here. Respect. Yeah, let me think. I mean, for me, I think just keeping my life as simple as possible has been beneficial. Like, in thinking about my sustainable self-care system, what makes it sustainable is that the habits that make up that system are ones that I can do every day if I so choose. Like, in thinking about for my physical well-being, prioritizing consistent sleep for my mental health, making sure that I am 
prioritizing mindfulness um, and for my physical health too, you know, making sure that I'm prioritizing exercise um, and for my emotional well-being, like making sure that I'm mindful of the relationships that I have with myself and with other people and making sure I'm putting energy into nourishing the relationships that I have in my life. Like keeping my life simple in that way allow me to be more creative and to embrace new habits that can potentially continue to add value to my experience. But it starts from having that like base of a foundation that is able to keep me on track and to keep me consistent so that I can, you know, embrace newness and embrace the changes that come with continuing to develop. Uh, so I'm grateful that I was able to learn, not even really learn it, but just to make sure that I was keeping that that at the forefront of my mind over the year, like keeping things simple. Because I feel like I used to try to overcomplicate things and keeping things simple have, have really helped me stay grounded and stay consistent with what matters most to me um, and ultimately with what is helping keep me aligned with the person that I want to be and the things that I want to accomplish in life. So that's definitely something else that that's, has added value to my journey over uh, 2021, which has been pretty cool. Yeah, very dope. Dope. Sounds like we had some very interesting years. Yeah. And the A year, very interesting year. There we go. Yeah, yeah, it was just one year, yeah. And it went, it went by pretty fast. Like, I was listening mm -hmm. back to that, the first episode of the year, and I'm like, it felt like we were just recording that. So it really went yep. by fast, and I think that that is another testament of why it's so important to be mindful of how you spend your time and energy. Because even though you can sit at the end of a year and look at back at the beginning, like, man, that went by fast, depending on how you chose to spend your time and energy on a daily basis will influence who you were able to develop into by the end of that year. And so for me, I, I never want to be at a place where a year goes by and I'm just like, man, what did I even, what did I even do? How did I even develop myself? <laughs> Um, and you don't have to do that if you're intentional about how you spend your time and you're mindful about how you want to develop your life. So that is definitely something to keep in mind. These years will fly by, but you can intentionally develop and incrementally improve the quality of your life if you're mindful about what you believe about yourself and the habits that you choose to practice on a daily basis. So, Nick, is there anything that you would like to leave everyone with today? Yeah, yeah, I got a new one for y'all today, too. So, it is. The world is not as bad as you think it is, unless you think it is. And the reason why I use that is because it puts you in a space to think. And I realize one of my passions is to get people to think for themselves, to get out of the box that they created for themselves. So, a lot of stuff you'll hear me say, content I'll make, it just be something to get you to think. Cool. And for me... You are unable to fill anyone else's cup if your cup is empty. So be sure to prioritize time for self-care. Continue to learn, continue to grow, and develop your sustainable self-care system. Lastly, you don't have to be perfect in order to be great. So be patient with yourself. Be kind to yourself as you travel along this journey of incrementally improving the quality of your life. Remember, all you have to do to transform yourself from the inside out is to get started and keep going. So... Thank you once again for tuning in to this episode of the Balance Period Podcast. We look forward to having you tune in next week for our next show. Peace. Later.
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Balance Period Podcast. If there was anything you heard from today's episode that added value to your life, we ask you do a couple things. One, implement it into your routine. Continue to learn, continue to grow, and be the best emotionally intelligent example you can be. The second is that you share it. You can find a shareable link to this show on any social media platform that you are on. Our handle is at balance period. And remember, be aware, be accountable, and appreciate life. You can do that by taking a moment to pause and observe a deep breath. Peace.